Hi, hi, greetings. I hope all is well with you. It's Harold Mawela here. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I want to share on marriage uh, today. And um, my subject would be the five steps to forgiveness in marriage. Every human longs for intimate connection with another. All of us, we are in search of intimacy. We are created for intimacy. And rightly so, marriage offers that intimacy of body, soul, and spirit. But only if we follow uh, God's laws for, for marriage. One of those laws is the law of purity. Just as Adam and Eve were naked and unashamed in the Garden of Eden until sin entered into their lives. So true intimacy is only possible in an atmosphere of purity. So it's important that we keep uh, uh, the marriage under purity. For many marriages, unforgiveness is the sin that introduces impurity to the relationship. There are so many dangers um, that can come from a heart that is carrying unforgiveness. Maybe there's something in your spouse's life that you never, uh, you have never forgiven. You know, a past hurt or an offense maybe affecting your ability to love each other um, as you want to or as you should, that issue cannot be resolved by anything else except with forgiveness. You won't know real intimacy in your marriage until you face head-on your unforgiveness issues. The Bible says unforgiveness poisons our hearts. And you can get that in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15. So in marriage, unforgiveness is like a dead skunk in a basement. It makes the entire house to stink. So when you walk in unforgiveness, Every issue you're tackling, you're handling, communicating is affected uh, by unforgiveness. If you have ever been around uh, unforgiving people, you have heard them speak venomous words about people they resent. But you don't have to hear their words to know what is in their heart. You can see in their faces. You can see in their actions, in their reactions, uh, you know, how they act, how they handle themselves around other people. You can see that these people are hurt and they walk in unforgiveness. The venom of unforgiveness damages the vessel it is stored in, worse than it hurts anyone who can spit it on. In other words, when you don't forgive others, 
the person you hurt most is yourself. Unforgiveness does not hurt the next person. It actually damages you. It actually poisons you. It actually kills you slowly inside. So unforgiveness doesn't just poison an individual's heart. It also poisons a marriage. Even if the unforgiven offense isn't related to the relationship. So that's the danger of uh, unforgiveness because it affects almost everything in your marriage and it clouds your judgment. So harboring resentment or bitterness towards others in your own life will still have a negative effect on your marriage. So in so many marriages, uh, uh, so many people I've talked to and I've met with, I've seen uh, also one spouse uh, become the outlet for anger and frustration unrelated to the marriage relationship because of the unforgiveness. So the other spouse has to pay for the sins they do not know. So if unforgiveness is a poison, then forgiveness is purifying uh, the heart and is a purifying agent. When we forgive others, especially um, a husband or wife, we get rid of unhealthy thoughts and unhealthy feelings. So forgiveness cleans out the house. Forgiveness blesses a relationship. Forgiveness um, uh, you know, frees you up from anything that is holding you. You know, it makes uh, the relationship to be alive again, and it gives the relationship a chance. Forgiving other people is a serious issue with God, and one of the requirements of a marriage that follows uh, God's law of purity. So it's one of those laws to forgive. It's one of the ingredients to forgive. So there are five important steps um, to forgiveness um, that I would like to, to share with you to say, how do I forgive? Number one, release. Release the guilty person from your judgment. Don't keep uh, uh, on replaying the offense um, in your mind, you know, again and again and again, you think about the offense. Do not dwell in your hurt feelings or in your pain. Let God be the judge and let it go. Surrender it to God. Surrender your pain to God. Surrender your hurt to God. Number two, Forgiveness, uh, okay, number two, decide. Forgiveness is a decision. So make a decision to love the person who has offended you. Then let your behavior reflect on that decision. So in cases of abuse or destructive behavior, of course, you might have to limit uh, your exposure to certain people. 
but your spirit towards them should be of loving, not hostile. Because when you continue with a hostile heart, it hurts you. It breaks you. So you need to free yourself by making a decision. Forgiveness is a decision. Number three, bless. Pray for that person. Jesus taught us to bless those who curse us and to pray for those who mistreat us. Uh, it's on Luke. Uh, you can check it. It's on Luke chapter 6, uh, verse 28. This is one of the most uh, powerful ways to change uh, negative feelings towards a person. You know, in my life and in my experience, I have seen prayer uh, transform deep resentment and hurt uh, you know, into love and compassion, even with the presence of an apology. And even without the presence of an apology. This is the most important step to take in healing uh, the hurts of your past. Though it may take days or it might even take weeks, God uses this posture of prayer to heal us. Prayer has the power to heal deep wounds. By the way, the refusal to bless or to pray for a person um, is, is, you know, it's a proof uh, and, and, and it's positive that you are not forgiving towards them. The Bible says pray for your enemies. So doing that, it helps you to release whoever you're capturing in your heart, in your spirit, and also in your mind. Number four, move on. Refuse to bring up the head in the future or in the conversation. When God forgives us, he removes our sins as far as the east is from the west. We get that on Psalm 103 verse 12. So God doesn't just uh, simply, uh, you know, uh, forgive. But he forgets. And that's what we are required to do. Though we cannot erase heads from our memories, we can make the decision not to dwell in the past offenses. So this decision alone can have enormous positive impact and a drastic change on your marriage. This decision can give uh, your marriage a chance or a second chance. Number five, repeat. Forgiveness is often a process. So repeat these steps as many times as necessary. Keep going through these steps until you sense a genuine release of uh, the unforgiveness that is in your heart. So a successful marriage is 100% possible 
if we follow God's laws for marriage. A marriage that obeys the law of purity must be one in which forgiveness is present. As you walk in forgiveness, you will see a marked difference in the atmosphere and the pleasure of enjoying your relationship. So purity is the environment where love and intimacy find um, their deepest and also their most uh, beautiful expression. So when, when we forgive or when you forgive your spouse, this is the experience you will um, uh, feel in your life, in your soul, in your spirit. Forgive those who hurt you. Forgive your spouse. Be diligent to remain pure. And God will bless you beyond your wildest dreams. Thank you. I hope that will help. It's Harold Mawela. Bye-bye.